Welcome to The Walking Plays, a series of audio plays commissioned by the Lyric Stage. The sun shines brightly. Sojourner stands at the corner of Washington and Summer Street in downtown Crossing. It is around 5.45 p.m. They take a final look for Yaya in each direction before pulling out a cell phone. Pick up. Pick up. Pick up. Hey, you've reached Yaya Younger. I'm out and about, but if you leave a message, I'll holler back. Peace. Yaya, this is Sojourner calling you again. I'm where I'm supposed to be, but where are you? I'm here. Ooh! Ow! Sorry, static electricity. I'm always shocking people. Where have you been? I've got some hand moisturizer somewhere. I've been trying to get here. Never mind the lotion. We're gonna need that energy. Trust. I didn't realize Winter Street and Summer Street are the same damn street. Look up. The street sign changes in Washington. Never noticed all that. Anyway, my car broke down. (laughs) Since when? Since a few blocks back. No. Since when do you have a car? Borrowed it. Mm. Metaphorically borrowed it or actually stole it? Actually borrowed it from my brother. Piece of shit. Piece of shit car or piece of shit brother? That's on you. I told you not to date my brother. Should have told me about them umpty nine kids he got. We only claimed them last two. They both knock kneed, pigeon toed, and so smart and cute. Family traits that can't be denied. The rest are, well. The rest are what? Mama's baby and Papa's maybe. Yeah, cause it's the baby's mothers who are suspect, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, that's between you and him. You right. You right, yeah. You told me. I was wrong. Now I'm going on mine. Sorry I'm late. I tried. Best laid plans and all that. Come on. Lost time is never found again. That's why I told you five o'clock. I said I was sorry. Yeah, yeah. You ever wonder why random people are so drawn to you? Cursed, I guess. Don't say that. Why would you say that? And that hasn't always been a good thing. Oh, it's a good thing if you let it be a good thing. I never feel like I have any control over my life. Not over my own body or my own feelings. I'm always in flux. No matter my good intentions, it, it never quite works out the way I plan it. Not even my relationships. You're about the truest friend I've had in a long time. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love you, too. But you know I'm leaving, right? I've been telling you for months. You've been saying that. I'm going home. I'm going home. But why can't this be your home? Have you ever felt out of time? Out of space? Like you don't belong where everyone thought or where everyone said you belonged? Is this a trick question? I call that Tuesday. (laughs) Like every day for me. But what would you do if you didn't have to? didn't have to shrink yourself to fit other people's definition. I didn't like where I was, so I ran. I thought I would like it here, but... I will miss you. Stop. You're not gonna make me ruin this mascara. When are you leaving? 
today, if all goes well. It's almost time. No going away party? I didn't get to raise a glass or wish you well. Mm, you always wish me well, yeah. That's why we're friends. What's so special about today? The autumnal equinox. The autumn, what? What? The autumnal equinox. It's the experiment I want you to help me with. The harvest moon is the closest full moon to the earth. Ugh, I need that magical moonlight. <laughs> Seriously now. Seriously. And maybe your energy. You gotta smoke. Thought you gave that up. I also gave up hanging on street corners with people who don't really care about me. My energy. You want to use me like everybody else. It's not like that. It's not like that, yeah, and you know it. Here. What's this? It's my last will and testament. Huh? You're scaring me now. It, it's it's the keys to my place. Mortgage completely paid off. That's the deed. Cash money. All my books on time travel. My artwork. <laughs> my sneaker collection. Everything. It's all yours. Everything. You gave up your shoe game. Your clothes. All of it. Sell it or, or give it away. Whatever suits you. What about that couch, though? Uh, remember when you found that couch? I, if you think about it, the whole place has pretty much been decorated by you. Now it's all yours. Ooh, not long now. Wait, you got cancer? You're not gonna kill yourself, are you? That's not me. You know that's not me, yeah. It's almost time. Here's the first spot. In Franklin's house. You didn't tour this in like sixth grade or something? I did. <laughs> this is not a field trip. Ben Franklin is important to the success of the experiment. He always did have a curious connection to energy, time, and space. The whole kite thing with the lightning, all the inventions, I can see that. He still does. I mean, we've never crossed paths, but I think I have some proof that he's been to your present. Or his future. Huh? You mean metaphorically? No, I mean actually. Did you open those missing persons files I sent you? The photos and wanted notices and such? Yeah. Like Richard Saunders, 5'6", 160 pounds, brown hair. Shifty brown eyes. Silence do good. Age 57, 5'3", 130 pounds. Silver gray hair. Green eyes. Alice Adder tongue, 5'10", in her stocking feet. 165 pounds. Dark hair and dark eyes. Timothy Turnstone. This sketch of Amir and Amira seems so familiar. Hmm. Makes me sad. All these poor missing souls. Those poor missing souls all have the same thing in common. They were all seen for the very last time in this very neighborhood. Downtown Crossing? Walking these very same streets. Walking these very same streets. And why are we out here again? There's something else you should notice. 
Did you see the advertisement for a runaway slave? Yeah, here it is. Mulatto fellow, about 27 years of age, named Crispus. Six feet, two inches high, short curly hair, and... Knockmead and pigeon-toed. Are you trying to tell me this fellow's my ancestor? I believe Crispus Attucks is your blood kin. The Crispus Attucks? As in first person to die in the Boston Massacre Crispus Attucks? How come you know this and I don't already know this? Your last name is younger. Attucks bears his Wampanoag mother's last name. His father's last name was younger. Prince Younger. I believe Prince Amir and Amira are one and the same. People thought he was special. Uh shapeshifter. Some days he was a woman and some days a man. A shapeshifter. And a sojourner. A time traveler. Like me. All those books about the future and time travel. It's all for real, for real. Some of it's for real, for real. Some of it's just plain good fiction. I know you were different, but Not this different. (laughs) Wait, does this mean... You might want to pay better attention to your brother's offspring. There's bound to be at least one shapeshifter, revolutionary, or sojourner among them. That's why you dated my brother. I knew he wasn't your type. Turns out, you're the gifted one. You may not know how to use it yet, but give it some time. And you'll know when you know. So... I feel like we're just beginning something, and now you're leaving. You're leaving me behind. We'll see each other again. Promise? Promise. So, what do I do in this experiment? There's no guarantees. I've been trying this and failing. Various places all over the country, all over the globe, for years. Collecting artifacts and knowledge. All your business trips. The auctions. Is that why you paid all that money for that dusty old almanac you carry around? That poor Richard's almanac gave me the final piece of the puzzle. Remember when the city put in that Paul Revere bell into the Old South Meeting House around 2012? Oh, I remember. You dragged me out of the comfort of my home to go to the dedication ceremony. I got all dressed up to see an old bell like we were going to see Beyonce or something. And I got a headache and left early. It was a significant development in my journey. I swore I felt the presence of another sojourner. Another time traveler? Maybe even two. I saw two men leave the reception and I followed them outside. First, I only got a glimpse of one of the men heading into Ben Franklin's house on Milk Street. I turned to see if I could find the other and saw a small man in period clothing hustling down the street toward the old state house. I saw him stand on the Boston Massacre memorial marker on Congress and State, and I swear, he vibrated and then disappeared. No one else seemed to notice or see him but me. No one but you saw this man vibrate and disappear? First I thought I was drunk. That was going to be my follow-up. Did they break out the good stuff when I left? That's when I knew that we can see each other when no one else can. Oh, I knew I was close to discovering how to get home. So I've been coming to every historic event or reenactment they have here. And six times more I've felt sojourners. 
They move quick. Never talk to me. Two at a time. Partner. And that's when you knew you needed my energy. That's when I knew. I think one acts as a conduit for the energy that is created during unique atmospheric occurrences. Like the auto who what what? Oh. oh. Like like a lightning rod. Yes. Like a lightning rod. See, I catch on. That's why the focus is on Benjamin Franklin. I followed one of them all the way to Quincy Market. I followed the sojourners into solid brick walls and even tunnels underneath the city. I've identified six possible stations or portals. The old meeting house, Ben Franklin's Milk Street house, the old state house, Faneuil Hall, and Quincy Market. That cobblestone ring on the Boston Massacre Memorial? I think that's the most powerful portal. With you being a direct descendant of someone I believe to be a fellow sojourner, I might have the success I need. But yeah, yeah. Feel free to say no. I'm saying yes. Yes. Oh, thank you. It, it means the world to me. I've been trying and failing so long, I'd almost given up hope. Eventually, it dawned on me that the names of the missing people were some of the same names that Ben Franklin used as publishing pseudonyms, and, and that some of them might be sojourners. Franklin had to be involved in some way. I've spent the last 20 years buying up all things Benjamin Franklin that I could find. The first two lines of this rhyme in the almanac cinched it. Read this. As a harvest moon shines its brightest light, Apollo's bell song rings in the night. Revere changed his name from Apollo's Revoir to Paul Revere, and he didn't start making bells till 1792, two years after Ben Franklin had died. How could he have put this poem about Apollos' bell in his almanac, which he stopped publishing in 1758, unless he or someone he knew had not been to the future. Are you sure you want to rest your life on a few lines of poetry? It's now or never. The sun will set at 5.56 p.m., about five minutes from now. The harvest moon will shine on the clock of the Old South Meeting House, eventually slowing down the hands of time and giving me 12 minutes. 12 minutes to try six possible entryways. Okay. I guess we're doing this. It's showtime. We should start on Milk Street at the first bell and see what happens. Are you with me, Yaya? I am with you. Love you forever. Ten, Ten nine, nine, eight, eight seven, seven, six, six five, five, four, four three, three, two, one! Sojourner tried to get to the church doors, but someone else started right in before them. They were startled, but wasted no time and ran towards the state house, but the doors would not open. I followed Sojourner to the circle just in time to see what looked like a small girl child duck beneath the cobblestone marker. Sojourner looked back, waved, then raced onward. But I was drawn to stand on that ring. It was true. Everyone else was barely moving. All were struck by, but seemingly unaware of the manipulation of time and space. 
I felt the strongest surge of energy coursing through my veins. I felt powerful. I thought of all the Ben Franklin pennies that we collected, the Fugio sense, Latin for I flee or to fly. Fugio, 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 I chanted while standing on the patch of earth where once my very kin had stood, fought, bled, and died. I closed my eyes and slowed my breath to try and match the pace of the world around me. I began to hear voices, maybe even a mob of angry voices, people shouting, tempers were high. I could feel the heat from their rage, but I dare not open my eyes for fear of losing my connection and failing sojourner. Just as clear as Apollo's bell, I believe I heard my kinsman's last words. Kill the dogs, knock them over. I heard a shot, then felt a force so great upon my chest. I swore I had been shot. Then another shot, and I couldn't in an instant, the sixth bell rang and it was all over. I checked my chest for holes and blood, but I was whole. Sitting there on the circle of cobblestone, trying to catch my breath as the city resumed its rush hour pace. And I don't know how I knew, but I knew that Sojourner had made it home. And someday, I would see them again. Thank you for listening to Kill the Dogs, Knock Them Over by Liana Asim. The piece was commissioned by the Lyric Stage Company of Boston as a part of The Walking Plays, a new audio series exploring private moments in this city we all share. Kill the Dogs, Knock Them Over was directed by Jess Meyer. Yaya was played by Sis and Sojourner by Shawnee Farrell. The sound design was by Owen Meadows with audio engineering by Katie O'Connor. Asia M. Jackson was the production manager. Matt Chaperin, executive director, and Courtney O'Connor, artistic director, would like to thank the Lyric Stage's season sponsors, Bank of America and Lee and Diana Humphrey. For more information and to listen to more walking plays, please visit our website at www.lyricstage.com.